0: Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. we talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at Awesome,
0: Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. It's very apt, really. It's been a bit of a a damp a uh, couple of weeks in terms of weather yeah um and you know we don't need much of an excuse to talk about gear especially with dave mm-hmm. so we thought well let's talk about let's talk about waterproofs sorry i have to bring mine this is show and tell isn't it like yeah my, i don't
1: uh, mine is um i think it's somewhere, somewhere in tucal yeah i'll probably move on from tucal there <laughs> when it's back uh, back home. Also, yeah, someone said, um, and Alison said, nice backdrop. Can any of you guess or do you Ooh. know which backdrop that is? Because
0: um, it's a real place. We it is that. a real place. Uh, big clues. I'm just trying to think, is there any clues I, I don't, I don't on think. that image of where it is? I think um, who's going to get it first? I think anyone that's obviously been to this place will yeah. have a clear um, um, advantage. Yeah. Uh, but I'll give you a clue obviously there's a lot of oh, places I reckon oh, Marky e. V is always there isn't he um
1: <laughs> actually Mark it's not an Bazaar that is Newport in South Wales <laughs>
0: um just uh just by the uh the clock tower at the Civic Center if that was Newport I'd be, I'd be moving <laughs> yeah it's got some beautiful mountains in that place but yeah well done guys uh yeah we got just want to read what James is from there hey James how you doing mate it's like a little weird icon.
1: Oh yeah, I think that happens sometimes when people put like a um, like a an well, emoji. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Oh really? It says OBJ. OBJ. Okay. I've okay. seen it a lot. Nice. But um, waterproofs. <laughs>
0: <And> so um, <laughs> he lives in the Bahamas. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, we don't need waterproofs there. Um, it, it, you don't need much of an opportunity um to find rain. <laughs> it's usually here, like generally, majority of the time, um, and especially. I noticed a lot of people jumped on the uh, training weekend um, for August. We're really looking forward to seeing everyone who's coming on the August training weekend yeah. and also the one on the October training weekend. So, yeah, thanks for, for booking in. You still can book in onto those dates. There's still a few spaces left on the August one, I believe. Um, so, yeah, definitely jump in if that's something that you you um, you know you wanted to come and uh, meet myself and Dave and, and have an awesome weekend of trekking in, in uh, Banai Brekyniog or Brecon Beacons, as mm-hmm. everyone no as, a, as Rishi would have you say it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but right, anyway, just to start with um, uh, maybe, you know, when we call, talk of waterproofs, I was trying to get a royal kind of connection to this, and I can't hmm. get one. Any connections, Dave? Uh, let one percolate. Or we could say the king of waterproofs.
1: Yeah, or when you go out and it's king reigning. Um, <laughs> Almost <laughs> you
0: know that's the only way that, that is, is, that is very, very good. Yeah, um, that's never far away from the, uh, that's the best land. I can think of. But yeah,
1: no, we, um, as you know, you know, it's May, it's uh, the height of springtime, summer's around the corner, so it's a good time to talk about what you're going to need your wet weather for the year <laughs> because, you know, we do a lot of training in Wales at the UK, yeah. um, which means that we're getting close to that time of year where yeah. we expect sunshine, but billions of gallons of water are going to fall from the sky. Um, <laughs> I actually went out yesterday little spear of the moment afternoon hike at one o'clock in the afternoon. I thought, you know what? I really don't want to sit around all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought I'll go up and I'll do uh, uh, just do a little training walk up and down Penavan. Nice. I got drenched. I was going to say, I, I, it was a wet one yesterday. Absolutely drenched. <laughs> and um, you know, when people say there's no bad weather, just bad equipment. Yeah. Well, I brought bad equipment to hey. the bad weather. Ah, uh, because when I left Newport, it was all right, you know. And I was like, Ah, it's not too bad. It won't take me long. So, lesson number one: Don't listen to Dave. Yeah, he talks about warproofs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like one of those. Uh, Who was that famous weatherman that always famously? Fish. Yeah, famously said it was going to be nice, and then we had one of the worst storms ever. Yeah, 1980s, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that, that was me yesterday. I was uh, I was Mr. Fish.
0: Should sure, um, check the Met Office, mate. Um, but good to, good to get out in the rain. And you know, essentially, on on majority of our trips, because we had we had a question. I think it was maybe last week or week before around, you know, okay, waterproofs. Which trips do we need to take, you know, need to take waterproof? And and to be honest, any trip that you're going to, if it's an Evertrek trip, you're going to need waterproof at some point. I mean, there are the rare, rare occasion. I'd say the one trip where you're probably not going to get rain, and this is is me putting it out there now, is on Mount Tukal. Um mm. although it's mm. it, it is rare because as so you said hot. that
1: you realize mm. it started raining in Tuscal. As soon as we say that. <laughs> well, no, you are right, because yeah the yeah. times of year that we tend to do it tend to be sort of summertime, yeah, um or winter time. So generally speaking, you're gonna be good for rain. Yeah. Um well good to avoid the rain. Like in the summer, it's it's an oven. Um well
0: Rosie's been out this weekend. Um oh, she smashed it. Yeah, yeah, she she climbed to cal on was it Saturday morning? Saturday morning. Saturday yeah. morning with her dad Mike. Yeah. Um yeah, so and and seeing the pictures and it looked hot. Yeah. I think yeah. Any if you go in from May, um any I mean we went in April last year, still pretty warm during the day, um, especially on the, the first day of trekking up to the refuge. But um yeah, Marrakesh is above 30. Right now it's about 40. Yeah. So as you're creeping into the summer. Um so yeah, as we as we start talking about waterproofs, we start kind of getting to the hot weather first. Yeah. Um, but no, if you talk about a trip that probably won't need one, that's that's it. Any other trip though, you want to be bringing your waterproof jacket yeah, just in case. Almost I mean, certainly. You know, yeah, Jerome uh, mentioned ponchos there. Very popular on key. And I'll bring this in because I realized over the last um, few bits, we haven't been bringing these in, but I thought I'd uh, bring Jerome into the comments there. Can we also include ponchos in the chat? Yeah, know? no. We like a good punch.
1: Exactly, yeah. So you'll find that, um... It's weird. There's almost like trends yeah. that and sort of certain yeah. ways of doing things that suit certain trips. You definitely see ponchos pretty much on all the trips we do, but they're really, really popular on Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Um, and I suspect that that's because Kilimanjaro having its own microclimate yeah. means that you you get these regular light showers all the time. Um, but because it can be so warm beforehand, you don't really want to just stop, put on waterproof trousers, put on a waterproof jacket walk for an hour take it all off again yeah. because it's these sudden light showers the ponchos work fantastic what i will say my recommendation with the ponchos is buy one um like a reusable one that's like a good
0: nice yeah. thick material sustainability and everything yeah exactly there are disposable ones that you know you know we, we we've all used them um you've got yeah. anyone's been to a festival you know they're handed out or you can buy them and um, you certainly see uh the, the, like you said Killy, the porters use it yeah but there are decent ones now you actually can reuse. Oh yeah, they're, like, jackets, they're right?
1: really, really good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much same material as like most jackets and things like yeah. that. You can get Gore-Tex ones. Um, I've bad, used a couple it? of those um, disposable ones. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I realized after I like got it out on Killy that I had royally messed up.
0: What'd you get out on Killy? The poncho. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah, the, pon- <laughs> the poncho.
1: Um, just because they're not very good. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're designed for kind of like, use and stuff like that but they're not really suitable for trekking yeah, in and
0: stuff like that I don't, yeah majority of the time if i'm doing any serious exercise with a poncho on, i'm it's warm in there oh yeah you get like there's not much there's not much wicking coming no. with that compared to like a cortex yeah it's, it's like a, a, it's like a plastic bag yeah well yeah. as james says nothing wrong with a good old black bin bag with a head hooker co- i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that in that's gonna be that's gonna be our equipment advice yeah ultra light yeah. trekkers bring yeah. a bin
1: bag that's like Alpine style. I think, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. But personally, right. I never really use ponchos um, yeah. because I always have my Gore-Tex jacket or I yeah. did before it was swiped. Um, but that's another good thing. You always look after your Gore-Tex jackets. But if yeah, we're talking about
0: jackets, always look after it. Yeah. But largely
1: because I just think they're such a, it's, it's really versatile. Yeah. Like for me, it's not just. I don't only wear it when it's you know, raining, I'll wear it as like a wind stopper. I'll wear it as just a general sort of layer to put on when I'm having lunch and things like that. It's really, really good.
0: Um, and they do, as Jerome says, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep bringing these comments in because you've got some really good comments today. Um, anyone, any questions as well? I know that we've been doing these Tuesday tune-ins now for oh just over three years. And uh, as I can see, Vicky just going to the post office with, um, we ran a little um, uh, competition over on Instagram. Sorry, David, you're eating that bit. No, I know, it's more the ice.
1: (laughs) There's like a fan, like, and I'm like, normally I have spectacles on, but I've lost my spectacles. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, Vicky is delivering the, um, uh, so we had I think, a competition winner called Steph, who won a couple of Osprey bags, um, some other uh, content, uh, content, other uh, gear. Mm.
1: Content's free. Content
0: of the box. The content's free. Um, So yeah, thanks to everyone that participated in that over on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that went really well. I know Rosie and Zach were um, organizing it and um, with our partners at Cotswold Outdoors. So yeah, Yeah. very, very, very good. And um, same with Osprey. Um, But yeah, whilst talking about rucksacks. But Jerome makes a good point there, going back to the ponchos. Um, You know, they do cover your rucksack as well. Although, you know, if you are out in, um, say, windy conditions, especially in the British mountains, um, most bags these days do come with a waterproof cover that you can put over your rucksack, um, which probably do a... Bit more protection than the ponchos, but that being said, the poncho is is light, it's quick, it's easy. Yeah, Uh, and you know, they are quite light, so you can squeeze one into your pack, and there's no
1: reason why not. Like I said, and yeah, if I was doing Kilimanjaro again, I'd 100% pack one, 100% purely because most of the time, like I say, you're not trekking in waterproofs. Yeah, generally speaking, if you're going on a trip and you need your waterproofs, it's pretty evident from the moment you set off to the moment you end. Really, uh, it's sad, and it really can I think of a trek where. It rained in the middle and then it was fine. You know, it's it's for me. It's always like drenched part of the all journey, right? day. Part of the um I suppose one of the things that I that I wanted to mention as well, probably the most important, I think, is.
0: Um, is like, hello to Jim from Lands End.
1: Um, <laughs> who who from Lands End? Jim. Oh, Jimbo Blue. Hello They're from Jim, Lands. I'm bringing these comments in. Yeah, no, it, no, I no, feel I see like it, we yeah. have been
0: utilizing it. As much. Yeah, no, but well, well, hey, Jim, I hope all is well, and you're staying dry. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, boots.
0: We've got lots of proofs proof already wow. Well
1: already already, Well, I minutes. find it easier to start at the bottom and work my way okay. up. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know, and I think this is probably I think one of the most important pieces of like waterproof true, um, true. yeah, yeah. waterproof uh, equipment. Yeah. Because generally speaking, if anything sort of above the ankles gets wet, trousers whatever not. Yeah. You can usually dry them out pretty effectively like yeah. in no time at all. If you end up with a pair of hiking boots that you need to wear on multiple days that get absolutely soaked through, yeah. you, you ain't drying them bad boys out for That's a true. while. That's true. very And there's nothing more demoralizing than when you wake up yeah. and you have to put your foot in and you get that squelch because your boots are absolutely sodden. Mm. Um, but really most Brilliant. boots these days are waterproof to a degree. Um, but one of the things I was going to mention about them is like the care and the looking after of the waterproofness of your equipment particularly like boots and jackets. They don't, you buy them waterproof, but generally speaking, they don't stay waterproof for very long. Yeah. Um, and in order to keep them nice and waterproof, pretty much after most hikes, you want to kind of retreat them and stuff like that. It's really yeah. important, particularly with jackets. I find boots will last a while. My jackets, I find that the first time I wear it out and it's raining and it's just beading on top and it looks great. It's nothing like a new jacket. Yeah. One that's been treated. You have to for it. Exactly. You can do that. You can do that for a long time. Exactly. But then once it gets completely sodden and it stops beading or you notice little leaks, you've got to treat that stuff. So you can get, um, like, Nick Wax treatment. Yeah. I think Wrangler, Rangers, or what do you call
0: Uh, it? Uh, Wranglers uh, or Rangers, or? It's it's in between
1: Wranglers and Rangers, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know
0: what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Rangers.
1: Grangers, nice. yeah, Grangers. I our it our as brains
0: well. were switching back on then. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly.
1: It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, since we've I been. Gonna on was say there, we, so, we've been out and about. Yeah, we're it. not firing on all <laughs> cylinders, but um, yeah, no, it's really important to look after that stuff. Um, usually, what I find yeah, is the yeah. best. way, you can do like an instant treatment, where you can kind of just spray it. Yeah, yeah. But for the really, really good methods, you want to kind of wash um your item with that treatment um in like in following the instructions and then when it comes out again you'll wear it and it'll be great and if you keep doing it on a regular basis your waterproof jacket that you've invested a bit of money in will last a long time and so will your boots if you're i'll be honest i've done this in the past left it like a year between treatments or two years between treatments it's not gonna last very long no you're fighting an uphill battle (laughs) and once it's been saturated yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, it's uh, you may as well put a colander on your head. Colander.
0: Just a big shout out to Chris from Namche. Namaste, Chris. I hope you're enjoying um, base camp uh, and good luck um, all the way from Namche. Awesome. Where,
1: where is he? Do you reckon he's in one of these? One there. Of these yeah. He is
0: probably so, Chris. The, he, wave, Chris. <laughs> 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 no, he is unfortunately where we are. Um, he should be where we are anyway. Uh, this area is where the yeah. lodges are. It's hard because this is reversed. Um Joel Palmer, hey Yeti's happy belated birthday day. Thank you. Getting lots of birthday love. Um, and actually this is quite interesting. I saw my dad do this last week. Um, newspapers are a great way to dry out walking boots. Yeah, um, percent My uh, my dad wasn't wearing walking boots, but he was actually wearing some golf shoes. And I noticed and I said, Dad, what put all the newspaper in? Uh, which he did, because mm. not something I do. Um, I usually just dry them, drive them at home under under the radiator and he's like, Yeah, they're great for drying out. And I was like, big respect Pratesh. Um yeah, it's it's something that is nice and simple. You know, we've gone from literally what um James has said, which is using bin bags to using yeah. newspapers. So you can keep it a basic today in the advice so
1: I'm just thinking about how I might do this. So I've gone out for a nice trek. Yeah, yeah. Pretty tired. I've got soaked on yeah. my way home stop up, stop at the chippy, have the a bag chippy. of chips. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Then recycle that newspaper into my boots. I mean, just going to say there's probably some grease on those newspapers, which probably doesn't make a point, point smell valid, well. but that's like dubbing. That's
1: that's like, like dubbing. <laughs> the smell is one thing, but that's like dubbing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Another question from Alison, which is a good one. What's the difference between Gore-Tex it's a and really Paramo? It's a really good question. So yeah, there's quite a little bit of science behind that yeah, answer, listen. um, but essentially it's, it's, it's two different technologies and two different types of materials They yeah. work very differently. So Gore-Tex. Is this kind of waterproof but breathable membrane, um, and you'll notice a distinctive way when you um essentially they're both waterproof, um, but when rain lands on a Gore-Tex jacket, should have bought
0: some Paramo in,
1: yeah. The the idea is you want beads on the jacket, so you yeah. end up with hundreds and thousands of little, like little tiny water beads, and if you kind of go like that, they'll all just fall off you. So that's Gore-Tex, right? that's Gore-Tex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paramo works differently, so it's more of a softer material. so Gore-Tex is quite, you know, crunchy and it's like a loud material, noisy. Paramo <laughs> is more of a soft cell, yeah. soft shell material, so it's quite quiet and like feels completely different. And actually, when you look at the jacket, you may think, why this doesn't feel waterproof," because we're, yeah. we're programmed to think of waterproof jackets as like a Gore-Tex one. But actually, it works brilliantly. It involves some form of Nikwax technology that's yeah. built into the fabric, um, and I think there's multiple layers I there. Usually, at and, least
0: three layer membranes. Yeah, some, some of the newer ones that. The Gore-Tex Pro have five layers. But they yeah, essentially with Gore-Tex, it's yeah, it's got these different layers, but each one does a different thing. And I think the one I, I'm a I'm a Gore-Tex person rather than a Paramo. Still, even though all our mountain guy friends, they all wear Paramo. They swear yeah. by it. It's expensive. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? But it's uh, and, and some Gore-Tex can be, but there's you know, definitely yeah. a lot of jackets out there, and, and people are like, Oh what do I get? You know, do I go ahead? Do I go big and buy the paramo or do I go for a, you know, a hundred pound Gore-Tex jacket and go outdoors? You know, there's lots of options out there and, you know, certainly don't go into overdraft for it. Uh, You know, there's, um, uh, you know, there's lots of jackets out there. You don't need the, the all singing dancing. Well, yeah, but they do, you know, the, the ones I've had, I've spent big money on, like the, like the, the when we got there, it's only about 150 pound new, obviously that's our branded one. There are ones out there that you could pay. I think my old Burghaus Extreme was 400 pounds and oh. I've had it for about five years. Architerics do a 600 pound one, but you know what? It's bomb proof. Yeah. stayed dry with that. Like every time it's a bit like, um, uh, the mountain equipment, uh, Luxi jacket, which is, it, it's similar bomb. It's labeled as bomb proof, um, in terms of rain, not bombs. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, what, what you can get out of it. Um, but certainly, you know, Find one that fits you. Get out. Obviously, you know, one that you like the look of as well. Um, you know, we we it's quite funny because sometimes we're out in the mountain, out in the mountains, and you can see people who've got the brightest jacket and they're great. You can yeah. always go with it. Well, yeah. we always wear black. I always wear and black. Yeah, so blend in, in a bit, don't always black.
1: But um, yeah, I mean, it really is worth investing. I think yeah. in the in into the best one that you can afford. Yeah. It gen, you know, when I say buy the best one, generally what I'm really saying is spend more money um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because yeah. you generally get what you pay for. However, I've got a, the jacket I'm using at the moment that I'm going to replace, I'm going to replace is Pretty just a, a little bit of a oh, it's dry throat. Is a little bit of some a, of water is a uh, yeah, I'll grab a glass in a minute. You sure? Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a cheaper make, um, but it's really good. And it's honestly crap. <laughs> um uh, like like I Brilliant. It's really good if you're caught in a shower. It's really good if you're yeah. just gonna wear it around town and you don't want like a to you know ruin your expensive jacket. Yeah. Having said that, honest to God, I was soaked through within about 20 minutes yesterday. Wow, and, really? You know, really, honestly, yeah. And it's because I paid, I think, about 60 pounds on it. Yeah. Um, you know, so fine, you know, if that's the best that you can do, that's the best that you can do. Um, you, you know I, test it I for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just not this—not the best jacket. But so it's not strictly designed for mountain, no, sustained
0: it, heavy driving rain. It's 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 kind of a downpour when you're walking through town. Exactly, yeah, or you know, a city centre or something. Exactly, yeah. Not for not for the the mountain environment. Uh, but Samantha Wright as well, listening uh, to you from hospital bed, much better now. Uh, can't wait for Island Peak next year. Samantha, speedy recovery. Yeah, I hope all is well um and just going through as well i think wendy wendy mccauley how you doing well hiking boots got drenched uh, on the uh, Annapurna base camp trek tea house had the fire going uh, put my boots on their side and they dried out overnight happy days yeah it's actually um interesting because i think uh, jerome jerome's got all the comments today he's doing really well Does drawing your boots next to a fire or a heat source damage them in any way uh, which uh, is a really good question because yeah i mean obviously I'd say if you're using like um in 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 the tea house i wouldn't put them on top around I think is okay like anything you know the closer you get to heat there's a chance it could change form it yeah. could melt um especially to any skiers out there I wouldn't recommend putting ski boots you near know, cuz they do change I've, I've I've had a couple of friends who've had some funny incidents yeah. incidents um but I'd say it's okay like like for myself I, I I mentioned at the beginning of the life I put my boots if they're wet just under a radiator it's never had any harm um i mean you know obviously you don't want to risk any damage because some boots can be yeah two three hundred pounds and they can get wrecked
1: yeah well Um, you don't have to put them under an extreme heat you know close to a warm you know like oven or radiator or whatever is going to be enough unless you do the Glencoe challenge with andy (laughs) and he's got to dry out his clothes um oh yes. He went on a trek the day before we did the Glencoe challenge and got drenched. So we were in a tiny Is it little a good tiny little <laughs> hut. Do you remember? And you turned the radiator on oh, whilst yeah, you warmed right. your whilst was you dried your clothes. We opened the door, you could not get in that room. You had to wait a few minutes. It was uh it was pretty intense.
0: That's right,
1: because I I think we, we it
0: was one of the pods. Yeah. One of the camping pods in um Glen Nevis. Exactly. Uh, yeah, campsite. Yeah, and you know, you put the heating on. As you do, um, to dry your clothes. Yeah, We were <laughs> I'm surprised nothing melted. Nothing. Uh, I'm surprised. That was a bit of a school Yeah, that yeah, but that, that was everything intense. was dry. But, so you, but your boots survived, they were okay. And the jackets. And the jacket, yeah, yeah, so they were all fine. So no, obviously. ready for the Glencoe Challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of gutted actually not doing the Glencoe Challenge this year. Yeah, uh, but we're off to Scotland in a couple of weeks um, to do some the, other other Munros and, and mountains. Really looking forward to it. But to anyone doing the Glencoe Challenge, I know he's quite a lot of Evertrekkers this year, enjoy. Yeah. Can't wait to see some um, some pictures. Exactly. Uh, Mark Biggers has
1: asked a question hey, Mark? Any brand recommendations for jackets. Ooh, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think I usually look good at. question. Mountain equipment. Uh, Rab. Yeah. Berg ones
0: Big ones. Um, Montaigne do some decent ones. Montaigne, Paramo. Yeah, Paramo generally really good. Um, Berghaus do some really good. They're extreme range. Archi- I've used personally. Arc'teryx are yeah. really good, but my god, they're expensive.
1: They are like, I need to look into exactly why you would pay 600 pounds for an Arc'teryx, like Cortex jacket. Like what technology is going into that that makes
0: it worth (laughs) more than a 500 or 400 pound one, you know? Sometimes, you know, I I think we've we've all seen, it can be, uh it can be the brand, it can be the name. Yeah. Uh, There are certain uh, brands out there that, you know, you're always thinking, wow, that seems a bit overpriced. But people still buy it I mean, certainly,
1: Architerics is a high-end high brand. High end brand yeah, yeah. You know, so they don't really make, you know, a lot of budget stuff. It's all pretty yeah. high-end. Um, but, yeah, £600 is, is, is a lot by anyone's money for, like, a, a Gore-Tex jacket, considering, like, what type of down jacket you can get from that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, some Summit uh, suits that you can use on um, Everest are, like, a grand. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you only need,
0: like, a few hundred quid away from that. Good question though mark is i mean there's so many jackets out there i think sometimes we can get caught up and in in, in getting the best and you know we are we, we obviously want quality because if you go into anywhere like everest base camp kilimanjaro machu picchu um you know you come into any anywhere that you can get rain essentially you know if you're out in the uk um you yeah. know and a lot of the gear you use on these trips you've probably already got um i think someone asked a question i think it was colin actually i'll bring colin i can bring your question up um a base camp with you in October awesome got a decent waterproof down jacket that packs up take both and layer up if needed yes yeah essentially I mean so you want to be using two different things here so let's let's stick with the, the waterproofs first um and yeah you might use that for the first couple of days some people and not everyone I mean th- this is me included actually I like I like actually hiking in my in my uh, waterproofs um so I'll wear just a base layer and this goes for forever' base camp which I've done a couple of times in October um, with with Dab as well over a few years back now. Yeah, yeah. But wearing just a base layer, um, you know, so a nice, uh, you know, nice, nice base layer, you know, make sure that's, um, you know, some people like to wear long sleeve or short sleeve, whatever works for you. Um, you know, in October, it's not that cold. You, you're coming out of winter. Uh, sorry, you're coming out of monsoon, kind of halfway between monsoon, so the summer months and winter. So it's pretty decent temperatures, especially in the day. But then in the evening, you'll be wearing your, your down jacket because that's really yep. cold. But if you're, if you're hiking wearing your waterproof, you've got to be thinking, because I've seen some people do this but on a rare occasion, is that they'll put the waterproof over their down jacket. Yeah. don't kind of recommend that. It's more about working the layers. So you've got your base layer and your waterproof. If you're getting cold, then wear something on top of your base layer, so like a mid-layer fleece, and then your uh, jacket. Um, if you are getting really cold, then some people do have to take, keep the bot- bottom two layers on, take the waterproof off, and then go with the down jacket. Problem with that is, is that you can sweat quite a lot if you're overexerting yourself with yeah. a down jacket. So definitely layers is a big one and not everyone gets it right. I've certainly took me years to work out what works for my body. Like Dave, you mm. you kind of probably sweat a bit more than I do. So you don't really like hiking a down jacket, you prefer no waterproof. No. So you find what works for you. Exactly, and, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, to, to trek in a down jacket for me, it's gotta be pretty, pretty, pretty cold. You're talking like minus 10, 15 maybe. Um, you know, I'm thinking anything above that. And then I usually find a like a, a warm base layer, yeah. a mid layer and a Gore-Tex jacket, yeah. hat, gloves is enough as I'm moving and climbing uphill to keep me warm. Yeah. Because it's equally as, as important in a really cold environment, not to like overexert and sweat. Um, because if you sweat a lot, generally speaking, as soon as you stop, your body temperature is gonna start to drop. Um, so you wanna try and keep yourself in that comfort range. Um A soldier once told me, "If you're warm when you set off, you've got too much on." Um, that's that's
0: a good that's a good that's a very good. Point. Yeah, so yeah, a yeah. lot
1: of people do this because an example, for instance, you're about to climb Tubcal, you're in the refuge having breakfast. It's dark outside, it's cold, but you're inside and you want to steam. You want to be warm. So when you leave, you want to be warm. Um, but generally speaking, what I try and do is when I start, I might be like, oh, a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. like I want to get going. And then it's literally yeah. a few minutes of climbing uphill and I'm warm and all of a sudden I'm good. And what is better to do is just put stuff on and off. It annoys me sometimes, like you're climbing up and I'm like, right, stop for a second while we wait and put crampons on. I'll put a jacket on, keep myself warm. As soon as I start again, I'll take it off. Um, so it is kind of you know good to do that. But what it means yeah. is that I stay pretty comfortable the entire time. The only time I really struggle is if it's like a frying pan and I <laughs> try to cool yourself down is way harder than trying to warm up.
0: I like that though. If you if you if you're warm and you start you've got too much on. Yeah. That's a good thing, a good point to remember. I like that, Dave. Um yeah. Anthony mentions <laughs> Anthony Christian, uh, heat is a massive no. I hiked out to Mosdale Bothy of the lakes. Sounds cool. Uh might to find a location for that. Uh, when I retired for the night, um, slid my boots above the log burner. Your Scarpa Manta Pros were too small. Oh no way! and oh, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, hey mate, I, we, we've all done similar things, you know. And yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because scan, um, Scarpa Manta Pros are not cheap. Um, I just got, I've just got you've just yourself. got a brand new pair, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the for the for the peaks, um, but yeah, it is. It's finding that balance with it, and you know sometimes, uh, you know, it's when you're cold and things, you're not quite thinking straight, and you can put them a little yeah. bit too close. Um, you know, I'd say anywhere like a radiator's fine, but yeah, when you've got a fire, like we had the log burner on yesterday. And yeah, I certainly want to, wouldn't want to put something like that too close. Although, um, you know, getting them to dry and keeping things dry yeah. is important, especially for the day after. It's, it's a bit rubbish hiking with yeah. wet, wet feet, isn't it? Exactly. Um, Anthony, I was
1: quite curious your your opinion of them as well. I found yesterday yeah, that yeah. they were a bit wide at the, the top, you know? Yeah, so I felt I had to stop and relace them and like pull them really quite tight to to bring the tongue and the top in a little bit. Okay, um, I found I was getting a little bit of heel slip, um, which I don't normally get by tying my laces the way I do. So I had to kind of readjust and tie yeah. them
0: slightly differently. Um, but other than that, really good boots, really comfortable. I quite like um, I'm going to bring Cameron on uh, Cameron Sylvester. What about waterproof trousers? Because I know we, we, we did start talking about the boots and keeping them dry. Yeah, but I suppose yeah, waterproof trousers. Massive. Yeah, uh, huge. Yeah.
1: always have a set. Um, pretty much, they live in my in my bag. I'll be honest with you. They're 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 in my day pack as we speak. Yeah. So I always got them. I've just got a pair like a Berghaus, Gore Tex ones. Yeah. Um, I usually find with trousers that I don't pay. Uh, they're all, they're a lot cheaper than jackets um, because. Yeah, naturally that you don't need the technology in them and you want them to be a little bit breathable. So I yeah. like the ones with the poppers down the side. Nice. Yeah. Know, good. Um, yeah. So generally over trousers is the ones that I'll wear yeah. um, and I'll just throw them on when I need to when it's really cold um, or raining and they're really handy to have. Yeah, you can get trousers like Paramount, Paramount. <laughs> Paramo. Where are you? We got yeah. Australia recently. I know. I don't know. Paramo. <laughs> I always did again. Paramo do um, trousers that are <laughs> waterproof. That you. They're not over trousers. They are your trousers and they're waterproof. Yeah. Most trekking trousers are kind of a little bit of water resi- You know what they call resilient. You know.
0: They're like yeah. more like resistant. Resistant, rather than waterproof, right? Yeah. Water um, repellent. They say. Water repellent. Yeah. so which
1: is is never the best. It means they'll keep you dry in a shower. Uh, but yesterday, for instance, I was climbing Pedavan in the rain and I didn't have my waterproof trousers on. Yeah. I had a pair of Montaigne Terra trousers on and they were comfortably comfortably dry for about half an hour. And then after that, you know, you start getting a bit wet and stuff like that. But I 100 percent recommend um, waterproof trousers. Yeah, Over trousers are great. They're not that expensive.
0: Get them from them in your bag. Two seconds to throw on, two seconds to take off. Yeah, and there's loads of options as well, isn't it? I got the uh, Berghaus Deluge. Is that the same one of you? Got? Pretty much, yeah. Same yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I paid about £65, £70 pounds for them. Although, if you speak to Lee Wyatt, he might have some discount. Oh, <laughs> Looking at this. Uh, yeah, share the code, Lee. Why not? <laughs> who with, who, 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 sorry? Uh, no, I think it's uh, Mountaineering Association. You get thirty percent off. So ah, fair enough. Brilliant. If not oh, you... that's because he's in the army. <laughs> um, otherwise, you can use your Cotswold Door code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right, let's have a little look then. Uh, what else have we got here? Some some really good questions today. This is really really good. I think Colin as well because um, I know we we talked about uh, base camp in October, but I think um, I did kill you a while ago. Expecting similar temperatures. So Everest base camp in October is uh, it can be quite warm. You know, you're talking fifteen to twenty degrees during the day. So shorts, you know, base yeah. top. Like I said, you've got your waterproof. If there's a bit of a bit of wind or you're in the in the shade. Um, Again, it can rain. Um, sometimes we've had snow in October, um, uh, and other days it's just beaming sun. So, you know, wear the sun cream um, because you're at a high altitude. The UV rays are so much more powerful. Yeah. And they reach you, get more re- UV rays reach you rather than down at sea level. Um, so, yeah, have a little think about that. But certainly as you get higher, especially as Dave mentioned earlier, you're talking four, four and a half, five thousand meters, you know, the temperature really drops, especially in the nights. Yeah. So you can expect something like minus 10. Um, in the evenings, um, you know, it is possible, um, and depending on when you go in October, the early months uh, can be warmer than the latter because you're kind of getting towards winter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry, Colin, and regarding your, your dates, if it's towards the end, um, it will be um, cold, especially a base camp. I mean, wouldn't be every base camp without a little bit of a, a cold shiver go down your spine. Yeah. But uh, makes you feel like you're in the Himalayas. So part, awesome. all part of the journey. Uh, so Kieran, you've asked uh, how about the North Face product. Hey Kieran, um, how's so it
1: going? North Face, honestly, they're really good. The one thing yeah, about Dave, North they're
0: but, really good. Yeah, yeah, this is I the, see, the uh, famous uh, uh, rainbow I've t-shirt. Shurpa. Yeah, I I'd rep, rep Nepal with yeah. an Everest cap. I'm really... On, I'm really yeah, honest, you are, you're on if brand This wasn't hey. intentional. Yeah. <laughs> this is part
1: of my daily wear. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, with um, North Face, the one thing to be like conscious of is that they're not just an outdoor brand, they're like a fashion brand as yeah. well. So a lot of the stuff that they do is designed more for kind of you know like streetwear and, and like fashion wear and then other stuff yeah. that they do is designed for um you know actual mountain use. Yeah. Um so it's important to know what you're after with North Face. So if I'm gonna buy a North Face product, I'll do a little bit of research. This Summit series um is really, really, really good. Yeah, um yeah. So generally speaking, I would look at um the North Face stuff <laughs> and then you know separate what would be kind of more of a casual jacket from a mountain jacket generally speaking the more expensive the more mountainy it is yeah um
0: yeah other than that yeah 100% use them lovely yeah nice nice question guys we got some uh uh who was it i was just trying to find uh i've probably gone through it now excuse no no it's, it's lower down slow down slow yeah. down i'll get there in a minute i'll get there here we go mark Viggers. i wanted to show this question if the tech works look like a bit of tech. That doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily it is. Mark Fingers, I have Adidas Terex Cortex boots, very comfortable, okay for EBC. Um, personally, Mark, I've not used um, Adidas Terex range, but I know, I've heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth kind of sourcing reviews. I don't know if there's any other Evertrekkers on the live at the moment that's used them. Be interesting to get any any um, anyone's feedback. Have you used uh no i know i know about them they're really what was it like mountain festival aren't they? yeah Those yeah really well they're, they're pretty good
1: mm. um i would say yeah to do everest base camp you don't need a yeah. particularly you know technical boot so just a good hiking boot is good not, enough not books oh uh, yeah so, i take you members yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, joking, <laughs> yeah so you don't need anything particularly technical particularly yeah. like you know designed for anything specific other than just hiking um yeah. so i believe that the terex boots would be perfectly good at yeah, good, cool. that um the only thing i might sort of just look into is obviously you're going to go to kalapata um can be really yeah. cold um you can also get um you know cold snaps that are like out of season we've kind of had one this last spring yeah um so yeah just um maybe you know you'll know from owning them you know whether they're particularly warm or not or whether they're really breathable yeah if they're the type of boots that when you're walking along you can feel the air rush through your feet you know sometimes you get really lightweight breathable boots I probably want something warmer. If they're just like any other normal hiking boot, they're really comfortable 100%, take them.
0: Yeah, lovely. Good question though, Mark. Um very good question because boots are massively important. Yeah. I know we're here talking about waterproofs today, but as always on any live any question is 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 any question is go. Um and yes, yeah, it's, it's important to look after your feet because uh, you know, we've had people who have, who have kind of brung uh, who have brought kind of maybe not the best boots. bit uncomfortable maybe they've only just started wearing them Mm -hmm. not worn in and that's when you know blisters and heat and all manner of bad stuff can happen so yeah definitely and uh whatever boots you do get um especially you obviously got them uh adidas terex now get out let us know you get on um in in the mountains yeah um but it's really really good (laughs) richard how you doing i hope all is well richard johnston um good member of the um the summit zone um to any anyone that hasn't heard about the summit zone as well I know we've had a few uh, new members recently. Um, yeah, one of the Yetis could just post a link to the um, the Summit Zone. Um, yeah, Richard's been um, a part a member since day one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big uh, big personality in the um, uh, in the Summit Zone has been really good, Richard. But yeah, um, biggest issue getting things fit for six months. six
1: seven. I have no idea that because I only ever on see camera. him on camera. I, what... I see him on <laughs> camera or sat down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Six seven.
1: Um, the same size as your dad. Yeah, I actually um, getting things that fit for a six and broad shoulders lad So yeah, my I got to make this about six seven. Yeah um, And he comes up with the same problem, same problem all the time Generally speaking he buys a lot of his clothes from like um, I can't remember what they're called now, but it's like there's their clothing shop. <sighs> uh, high and mighty
0: I don't know what they do though, I don't what? know they do outdoor stuff yeah. generally speaking um, that's a good niche, mind, isn't it? That's a good. If, yeah. if there's a specialist company out there that does technical gear for, uh, you know, people who are, who are taller. Yeah. Uh, who for for, for 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 the Richards of the world? Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to find out. I've I've not heard of one because so I'm not six foot down. I generally
1: drop companies a lot of emails if I'm looking for something specific yeah and I think companies have got really good at knowing that people want that sort of one-to-one customer service yeah so generally speaking I would find out who you want to go with and go there and try and like order them or drop them yeah. an email and yeah it's annoying because you'll have to do a little bit of um, like you know hunting around research. but it's definitely possible good old research um, I uh, think I've just seen someone with the same boots as me
0: I, I knew you're gonna say that I, yeah. I, I thought I'm gonna bring it up because this is like this is like giving Dave like a, a sweet. He's going to light up. Yeah. Go on, Dave. So, um, Joe Palmer. <laughs> uh, the Maindol Ternale. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I own
1: them. Uh, they're brilliant. Maindol. One of my best pair of boots I've ever enjoyed owning. Yeah. Um, they're what? really they're really kind of cool. Better than the Boutans. Uh, well, do you know what? I've, I, I know I've sung the praises of the Boutans for many a year. For many a year now. What I will say is yeah. they're just narrow fitting for me. Yeah. They never cause me blisters, but every time I put them on, I notice it really and i'm a bit like interesting Where when i wear the tonales although they're they're a totally different type of boot um you know they're a lightweight (laughs) Gore-Tex. however they're kind of cool because they've got this um little bit of like wire which they call something i can't remember the name of it now it kind of locks it. fix yeah yeah and it goes around the heel and it's attached to the lace so when you pull the lace tight it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get a great deal of movement, but it just holds that wire taut, yeah, gives yeah. you a little bit of support around Stimility. the they A really, um, really good boots.
0: Lightweight as well. I think if, if I was ever going to give any feedback for any boots, I think um, yeah, the hands are slightly heavier than the average uh, trekking boot. But that being said, I've, I've done so much in the main doors now. But yeah, I, 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 I'm always going to have a pair. Why did so the EBC Killy? I, 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 it's Kuka. annoying
1: me that I can, that I. I, I did move away because oh, you didn't uh, use them for did you? I didn't use them for Tupacal. I used a different set. And then, that, as soon as I tried something new, that was it. Then <laughs> I was down that rabbit hole. Then it was. I will say, though, Joel, that I used those boots. Um, so I, I did Tupacal in December. Um, and it was really, really cold. However, when I put my B2s on, um, I was like, oh, man, they're just not fitting. And I could tell I was going to get a blister. So I made a call just to kind of go with the Tenales and yeah. use my other crampons um and i'll be honest with you it was a mistake they weren't adequate enough for minus 25. well the tenales uh, yeah they were really like my feet were really cold yeah i would say anything below minus 10 and i'd want a
0: warmer set of boots nice yeah i, I think you're right you know you've got to there is that balance though isn't it because you can you can kind of counter that with well can i wear warmer socks you could do, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had warm socks on as well. Mm. It's more about how breathable they are
1: letting yeah. in the cold air, you know, where, when you've got a pair of mandles on like leather boots, They're there, ain't, lovely, there huh? ain't no cold air getting <laughs> through those bad boys. Like, I wore Very those good. on what well, well, we did on Kilimanjaro yeah, 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 and it was really cold on there. Everything was fr- frozen except the toes. They were brilliant. Um, although I will say my um, scarf scarpers. I'm a big fan of scarper
0: at the minute as well because I have been struggling to find a pair of B2 boots that fit. Well, it's actually interesting. I think it was some, I think it was Anthony, actually, that had, um, I think he talks about scarpers. I'm hoping it brings it all. But it says he had three pairs over the years, loved them. I had several different pairs of Scarpa, and I've noticed the fitting has gone smaller. So, same problem with you then.
1: Uh, yeah, so I generally, like years ago- or <laughs> well, the feet have grown. Yeah, years, <laughs> years ago, I never had an issue with um, finding yeah. them, but almost every pair of boots I try these days are, are, are quite narrow. Mm. Um, I had the same issue when I was looking for ski boots, you know, so I mean, maybe I've just got a wider foot I have started wearing these barefoot stuff more.
0: There could be a factor involved that you are wearing barefoot and um, when barefoot Apparently that you do your feet do kind of go wider Yeah,
1: well, I like wearing these because they're, they're nice and comfortable and light. They look a bit weird. They're like flippers
0: <laughs> But they're um, um, they're like flippers. I, I can see them right now. They're uh, they're, they're flippery Quite flippery. Woo. But uh, they're okay. No, they're fine. But then,
1: yeah. But when you but you see, literally, you can roll like to roll up a shoe like that. Wow. It's weird, isn't it? And then that it, is. You
0: know, so, would you recommend these for every space camp then? No. <laughs> but I, we have I, had some customers. I, I've actually trekked with someone who wore barefoot shoes the entire way. Yeah. Well, um, they they do a boot.
1: They do a. They're called the trackers, and um, you potentially could wear them. But
0: personally, I just think like. <laughs> and, and, I love what Joel said. Gout, maybe, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Might be on something there. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, is, I tell Jerome's, but I um, uh, I think George, here we go. I love my Vivo boots. Yeah, but I like this. what? What's, what's, Jerome's got an idea here. Why don't, uh,
1: Yetis, why don't you do reviews, printed or digital, waterproof boots, Downs as reference material uh, well, I mean I've, I've done a few reviews on I'm boots sure we've already. Done few, we've done a few over the years <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean I, I tell you it's a good idea though, I, I tell you what, Jordan, I will more than happily do reviews But the companies have to send me the stuff for free <laughs> Because all, okay, of, the reviews, good idea, all yeah. of the reviews I tend to do is on stuff that I bought with my own money and then yeah. I'm not willing to kind of Buy 15 others to compare them
0: it's um, it, it's it's a good it's a good Jen, point though, Jen stuck outside. I see you. we have a Yeti <laughs> in distress? Uh, yeah. But the bat signal is up, and another Yeti's to the rescue. There we go. Jen's, Jen's now rescued. Exactly. Um, from being stuck outside the office. Um, so where was I going with this? Yeah, with with the reviews. There are a few um articles over the years we've put on there. We've tried to, and again, Dave said it, these these are from pieces of equipment we we've managed to use ourselves. Because yeah, if we had more free. We definitely need more reviews. Hundred percent. We need to get um, need to get our head of partnerships Rosie onto it. Yeah. See if uh, see if we can get any more free gear because she's done some testing recently for a company called Vulcan um, about heated clothing. Um, she could come back and, and give her kind of feedback. Um, looking forward. She's back in the office tomorrow. I've tried the gloves. They they look very warm. Let me tell you, they were hot. Good. See, this is why I think good in winter. Big yeah, time. I mean.
1: If I was ice climbing, yeah, uh, or if I was in an environment where you know, you, like frostbite is a risk, like Everest or yeah, those bad yeah. boys are fantastic. Really? Um, I mean, I put them on, press the button, and within seconds, I was like, well, that's actually a bit too <laughs> a bit like, too long, d- d- Really? Again.
0: Interesting. I you can't know? wait to. Um, maybe we'll get we'll chat to Rosie and see how she feels about chatting about them next week. Maybe we can bring her on for ten minutes and uh, yeah, and chat about that. But. Yeah, just, um, just finish off Jerome's there, uh, comment. Um, yeah, if you go on to the Knowledge Centre on the website, um, and we're still, still with regards to the website, guys, everyone that's, um, that's got members area, it's got bookings with us, we're very close to switching on access to the new area um, because we've migrated now everyone's bookings. So thanks for everyone's patience while doing that. It's been a massive process um, in terms of moving everyone over. Unfortunately, our previous systems weren't, as easy to, to kind of move data over. Do you hit your own hand? Yeah, you <laughs> it like... made you flinch a bit. <laughs> well, because I, I talk with my yeah, hands yeah. a lot and uh, sometimes like, I'm like, yeah, I can hit stuff. Luckily, I didn't hit my nose because that's yeah. still sensitive. Um, yeah, so just want to say thanks to everyone and um, we're very close. We'll be sending you your access very soon um, because at the moment, if you want to do anything like um, any updates in your members' area, making payments, um, you know, set up anything at all. Gonna have to email in at the moment. um, Info at evertrack.co.uk. But anything, um, anything else, you will be able to do very, very soon. Yeah, very, very excited. But yeah, just talking about the website. And the reason I was talking about the website is Jerome mentioned there about certain articles or whether it's digital. We do have some articles around down jackets and boots in terms of um, our recommendations. But good idea. We're going to do some ones for all the other things as well, like waterproofs. um, You know that would be if it's useful to everyone we'll, we'll certainly do that yeah it's a good idea
1: um awesome so anthony christian said um anyone tried hocker boots yeah um, i love hockers. yeah so you anthony, good questions today mate you're on it
0: you've owned a pair <laughs> i've owned a pair um yeah you've got the hockey uh, hocker hocker one, one, which are the kind of more training yeah. ones what's the ones that your dad so no and myself what was that called
1: um no the one see i bought i bought a hiking boot one after a while,
0: damn, what's the what's it what's it called? You know, I've
1: forgotten the name. I know that. Is uh, t- I will t- say I don't parameters. use them all. I don't use them all the time, um, but they were they are really good. I mean, if you've tried the the running trainers, then the boots are pretty much the same deal. The only problem I had with them was just trying to get the size right. Um, And I found that when I wore them, because they're so lightweight and quite flexible, my
0: feet moved in them a lot. They are quite, yeah, they're not the best fitting, are they?
1: Yeah, on steep down climbs, my um, my toes would hit the end of the uh, the shoe, which after a while would be quite painful. Um, But yeah, honestly, I think in terms of just if you want a lightweight, comfortable boot that keeps your feet in good condition, absolutely amazing. I actually think... um, uh, James Ashley, they said they use bare feet ones on the West Highland Way. Yeah, I would say something like that. Those hockers would Just be amazing. They for- would
0: because they're so soft. That's the one thing I really liked about them. Mm. They are. You, it's like you're walking on air. Yeah, but like you said, that they didn't seem to have like the ankle protection that you kind of want with like a mangle. Yeah, uh, or a scarpa or well, that's what either. They're built better. But yeah, I just just researching then. Um yeah, it's called the, the hocker One One. Yeah, but they've was got... The, was in, in the boot format was, was the best. Well they've got more they've
1: got they've got different ones now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what they're actually called, but I can have a look at the ones that I uh Speed Goat. No, they're the new ones. They're the new ones, are they? Yeah, yeah. So
0: I ordered that wasn't me, by the way. That was uh that I was, was Al- Allison... good, I was gonna say good knowledge. <laughs> that was Alison coming up with the knowledge there. Thanks, Alison. <laughs> uh there's uh, the mine was the Sky Kaha k-a-h-a yeah the sky
1: kaha boot, which um i don't think they i think that yeah. may have been replaced now um
0: because they do have different models quite frequently but no yeah really good yeah and, and mark was saying there about those boots as well I love my boots so comfortable took no breaking in yeah um although anthony did say just the around uh, soles didn't last long at all on trail runners yeah i because i've got some um some hawkers that are, are definitely um, trainers they're, they're running, running trainers, and yeah, they, they haven't lasted long. The sole's done, yeah, last Ro- long. Rosie's worn through, but I guess that's the trade off. If you want oh, a is. really
1: soft rubber, yeah, that's going to be flexible, that's gonna, gonna it's going to wear out
0: quicker, yeah, that's interesting, know? isn't it? Really, really interesting. Um, especially, I know we've moved on to boots a lot, and um, yeah, this is this is why I love the Tuesday Tune You never know what we can talk about, yeah, always boots, <laughs> <laughs> sole. I will definitely try a pair. There we are, Anthony. Let us know how you get on, mate. Um, always interesting to learn how Evertrackers and the Evertracker community get on with specific boots because as Dave said you know we haven't tried them all um, we learn through kind of osmosis really in terms of trying to soak in all the knowledge from the community and obviously we yeah. tried a lot of different boots um, but yeah for <laughs> would have I'd have no room in the house I think I've got about five pairs of boots already yeah I've got a few I've got quite a number of I brought, no six I got six pairs including my mountaineers i brought all mine in for the um
1: the uh kitchen did, yeah
0: you did did one of those that's
1: another good thing about the summit zone is that yeah. it is does give me a chance for well, us a chance to work very closely with people like, yeah. if not one-to-one in very small groups where we can do deep dives on specific equipment yeah um you know so and you know we we, we normally do them over zoom so we can see what you've got as well and you know it's really kind of a good opportunity to make sure that everyone knows everything that they should know before they even get on the plane. Exactly. Um, yeah, I yeah. love
0: it. Which is, you know, and, and a big thing to, to all trackers that are members of the, the Summit Zone, is something as, as an addition. You're like, well, you know, we, we don't want to stop the Tuesday tune-ins. We, we find them, and it's been a great one today, by the way. Thanks for um for everyone that's been on. Uh, but the Summit Zone does give us an opportunity to, um, much like training weekends, you know, um, where we can actually, uh, you know, have a Um, Yeti bonding, Mm. (laughs) a nice rich. Um, Now, you know, we we do like to work more closely with members to kind of get them to kind of their next level in terms of their their goals. Um, Like we've got some people on there who are climbing Killy, got some people on there going to average base camp for the first time, you know, whatever your challenge is, um, you know, it's definitely something that we wanted to create. And I know it's not for everyone. Um, You know, some people think, like, okay, they've got it, but it's certainly um, uh you know something if you want to work more closely with me and Dave the rest of the team definitely um get yourself in and as yeah. life, you,
1: uh, have we dialed this brightness down then
0: no no that's the battery running oh out. right fair fair, <laughs> fair. Um, uh, clearly we, we got plenty of time we've only got a few more minutes and i suppose uh, you know we've got point five more minutes Then, in terms of summarizing waterproofs yeah trying to stay dry you know, with regards to, to trips, how would you kind of summarize that, Dave? In in, a, in, a, in, a... Um, in, in
1: my experience, I think when it comes to waterproofing, you yeah. get what you pay for. Um, okay. So it's not to say that if you can't afford the very most expensive piece of our clothing, don't bother. What I'm saying is get the best that you can afford because you do tend to get what you pay for. Um, mm-hmm. Like combine that with some research beforehand, check out all the reviews because quite often you'll find an absolute bargain. Yeah. Um, and then shop around because um, like very um, frequently i found like last season's like, um, you know, coat or something like that. That's, yeah, just a, yeah. that's just a different color. So honestly, doing the research, yeah. research and then it. getting the best that you can do yeah. um, with your budget and then you should be good to go. Um, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it, Dave. And, and, and as you said there, you know, there's, there's such a broad range of, of jackets and. Um, you know, I know we've talked about jackets a lot, but also about boots, you know, in terms of waterproofness, I suppose when it comes to any of these equipment, uh, these pieces of equipment, it's just about looking after them, yeah. treating them, giving them a wash, yeah. obviously, you know, not, not everyone, you know, not your boots, but just make sure they're clean and treated and, um, like, you know, depending on what material you've got, like if you're using like a mangle Bhutan or it's a leather boot that does need waxing compared to a Gore-Tex boot that probably doesn't need the same level as looking after. Um, you know, you still want to keep them clean and you can give them the old spray. Um, you know, but it's just looking after the equipment, it'll last trip, you know, many years. Yeah. Um, you know, I've 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 had a pair of needle Bhutans now for the last four years. And I suppose because of the amount of use, the only thing that really goes on them is the sole, <laughs> you know, which yeah. you can get resold. Um, yeah, you know, I've got a couple now. Well, you've sold um, me. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, well, Anthony's sold as well, so that's good. Um but no, I hope that's been useful today. Um, yeah, I know we've uh, been obviously been off uh, exploring, and um, yeah, we've um, my, myself and Dave, I suppose, just to finish off, um, which we, we did have a little bit of rain. We were over in northern Italy, mm-hmm. um, putting together a, another new trip, and we're very excited. Uh, it's not yeah. far off now, um, in terms of um, releasing that trip to a very very beautiful part of Italy oh, called Paradise. Paradise. Grand Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. a beautiful place, isn't it, Northern Italy? Ah, yes. Especially that national park.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. Really excited to launch that one as well. Yeah, it, yeah, you definitely. know, it, it combines everything that we love, which yeah, is yeah. you know, beautiful scenery, yeah. lovely wildlife, nice peak to climb, lovely trekking.
0: It's got it all. Yeah, and uh, uh, the one thing I, I I kind of I'm fast learning about um, Italy. Um, you know, and this goes for a lot of European countries, but I love the passion of the Italians. Yeah. Especially around food. I mean, geez, we have so much red wine and cheese. But the passion about the environment, the passion yeah. about life, and it, it was just so like yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like that energy. No, yeah, yeah. So I can't I, wait to do some more. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna be spending a lot of our time there. That's, that's for sure.
0: Definitely. Well, yeah, um, yeah. To finish on that, um, to say uh, Um But yeah, we will uh, be back next week. Um, Rosie will be back, um, we'll be chatting about... Oh uh, <laughs> uh, will he like to hear about how she got yep. on TubeCal? It's always good to get one of our Yetis uh, to come back, and obviously a lot of us have done TubeCal now, um, but it's always good to to kind of hear how she got on, especially with the new Vulcan equipment. I yep. can't wait to hear her reviews on that. Um, and yeah, uh, have an awesome week. Um, Take it easy. Any final thoughts on you, Dave? Um... Um... No, really, just stay dry out there, people. Yeah, look and, after yourself Enjoy your forties. Oh, that might. Be.
1: He's, he's <laughs> a, um, you know, sometimes I used to do them. Take care of yourselves and each other. What's that? Jerry Springer passed oh, away. Yeah, he passed away when
0: we were yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we don't any controversial uh, discussions, and we don't need any bodyguards to separate us. This time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no great stuff. well, look, thanks for everyone joining. Yeah, great, great live, and lots of questions. Um. That's why we go to Italy. Yeah. Exactly, Mark. I did see Mark's been in Italy with a tuk-tuk to a large minority. Yeah. fantastic, mate. We we'll have to get. I'll have to join you on one of those trips. There, hundred percent. Yeah, and we will. Um, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Nice one. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Bye.